0: Oasis Church Chicago, Pastor J.P. Trolio here. So glad that you're joining us today on our podcast. You're about to hear a message today from our weekend encounter. I I pray that this message uh, encourages you, inspires you, and pushes you closer to Jesus. If you'd like to stay on track with what's going on at the church, we'd love for you to download our app, Oasis Church Chicago, or visit us on our website, www.oasischurchchicago.com. I'm praying for you. We're believing for you, and we trust that God's going to continue to do great things in your life. God bless you. Now, here's the message today. You guys glad you're in church this morning? I mean, like, I don't ask that question to get applause. I ask that question because I really want to know for yourself to really think about, like, are you glad to be in the house of God today? (laughs) Like, like, like this is a privilege. This is a privilege. I know I've been harping on that the past couple weeks, and you're like, we keep hearing you, Pastor. Thank you for the same thing over and over and over again. But I don't want us to miss that this is a privilege. That we are not uh, just people that we all yay, we get to go to church. Like, we get to be in church. Like, we we get to be in his presence. We get to show up with one another and love one another and sing to the Lord and and worship the Lord together and hug each other and, and push each other forward. Like, we get to do this. Like, there are so many other things that could call for our attention today, but we're here. And we've said it as a team, as a pastoral staff, as, as, as Rach and I have talked about this church, like I don't want to create a church where you just come in and you get a good word and you walk out. Like what good is that? I want you to come into a place and feel the thick presence of God, and I believe it's here. And here's what happens in the, this isn't my sermon, and I'm going to get to my message, and we're going to baptize people today. But when you walk into a place like we, we've allowed the Lord to move in this place, what, what you get to do What you get to do, you get to take the mask off. Like, you get to take the masks off. You all know we wear masks. You're like, at nighttime, fresh skin, like, what kind of mask are you talking about? Those are good masks. I wear one every so often, inside scoop. Judge me. (laughs) But we all walk in here with our mask on. With our perception, like our or how we look or or may, man, maybe the person next to me is gonna think some way or that way and we walk in and we, we gotta act right, we gotta act good, we gotta act like we have it all together. Guess what, church? None of us have it together. None of us. But the best news is is that he has it all together. He has it all together for us. And so you don't have to walk in here. You don't have to act like you have it all together. You don't have to act like you know what's going on. You just have to be you and say, God, I'm here. I'm surrendering. I'm laying my stuff at your feet. I don't know what you're going to do in me. I don't know how you're going to work in me. I don't know how you're going to make this situation better. I don't know how you're going to see me through. But, God, I'm here. I'm here, and I get to be here with you and with your people together. And I don't have to be like anybody else. I just need to be with you. What if we were people that just showed up to church and said, I don't got to be like anything except just being who God's called me to be. Come on, I know I'm speaking to somebody today. Take the masks off. Take them off in this church. You're welcomed here, okay? You're welcomed here. You can be here. You don't got to try to be like anybody. You don't got to try to be like me or anybody. Just be who God is calling you to be. And you know what that is? A daughter and a son of the king. That's who you are you're a daughter and a son of the king, just wear that mask. How many of you like that mask? I like that mask. I don't know who I'm speaking to this morning. I'm already yelling. I'm two minutes in. This is going to be a good Sunday. I just just want to remind us, this is an honor. This is a privilege that we get to show up to the house of God, and we get to be wrecked We get to be worked on. We get to be changed. We get to be renewed. We get to be strengthened. We get courage deep inside our bones because we're standing next to people that are going after the same thing. And we get to get built up in the kingdom of God. I don't know about you, but maybe we should just give Jesus five seconds of praise. Come on, five seconds of praise and honor and glory to his name because this is a privilege. We bless you, God. We worship you, Jesus. We thank you that your love never runs dry, that you never fail us, Jesus, that your grace is sufficient. Oh God, I just pray today, right now, in the name of Jesus, for every person that walked in here, this is not by mistake, this is not by accident, God, I pray that you speak a deep truth into our hearts today, that you make us more like you here today, Father, that we would be found in you today, so God, we take off the masks, (laughs) We, we lay our stuff at your feet And we say, Father, have your way in us today. Lift the heads of the weary, O God. Strengthen the weak. Give sight to the blind. I pray, God, that, that you will literally make dead things come to life here in this place today. Holy Spirit, you have freedom in this place to speak and to move. I pray you help me speak the words you've placed in my heart, that what I say would be from you and you alone. Check my heart. Seal my lips from things that would not be from you. And I pray, God, that today as we grow in your word, God, that it would endure us, that it would strengthen us, that it would build faith in us, and God, we would be the people you have called us to be. And we ask this all in the mighty name of Jesus, and everybody says, come on, and everybody says, come on, you glad to be in church this morning. Amen, amen, amen. Hey, one quick thing before I jump in, uh, well, two things. We have Love Inglewood happening on Tuesday, uh, uh, 29th. 29th. There it is. Don't forget to sign up for that. We're going down to Chicago City Life Center. Sign up for that. And the second thing is, keep praying, y'all. If you were here last week and you were here the Wednesday, um, we are in the, in the midst of finding a new space. How, how fitting is this that we've been going through a series called A Move. I mean, look at God. <laughs> we are in the last installment today. This is the last message today. And we need God to move us to a new space within the next, like, 57 days? How many of you believe God's going to do something radical? Okay, like, how many of you actually believe God's going to do something amazing? So we need a space. So we're going to move somewhere. God's working it out. Amen? And so uh, I just say, ask you can, you, can you help us? Can you pray together? Show up on Wednesday nights. Come and pray together. And we're going to just continue to seek God. Amen? Hey, open up your Bibles to Acts, Acts 21, or your phones. It's going to be up on two of the screens, three of the screens. Look at that. Look at God. Can we just thank the team in the back that makes all this happen? It's good. Thank you, team. I entitled this message, A Move, It Doesn't Make Sense. A Move, It Doesn't Make Sense, Acts 21, verse 8 I'm going to read it now. This is an interesting passage of Scripture. I read this thing. I I read it again. I read it again. I read it again. And I realized I had never really read this passage of Scripture. Like, I've read it, but I've never really, like, got it. Like, this is an interesting passage of Scripture. Do you all know that the Bible is very interesting? It's got some interesting stuff in there. And what we are called to do is just read it, soak in it, get it in us, and let the Holy Spirit reveal truth to us. Because he does it every time you open that thing up. It's powerful. And so it starts like this. Leaving the next day, we reached Cassiera and stayed at the house of Philip, the evangelist, one of the seven. This was Philip, the one that was chosen, who, who, who spoke with the Ethiopian eunuch, right? If you remember back in Acts, this is, this is the one that did that, okay? So this is the same Philip. He was, he was a man of God. He was, he was a powerful God. He was an evangelist. So he, he was out speaking the gospel to, to, to many, many, many people, okay? You with me? So they went to his house. He had four unmarried daughters who prophesied. After we had been there a number of days, a prophet named Agabus came down from Judea. Coming over to us, he took Paul's belt, tied his own hands and feet with it and said, The Holy Spirit says, in this way, the Jewish leaders in Jerusalem will bind the owner of this belt and will hand him over to the Gentiles. Everyone say, this doesn't make sense. This does not make sense. He's going to tie up the owner of this belt when he arrives to Jerusalem. And when he had heard, when we heard this, so Luke, many people believe, wrote this book of the Bible. Actually, it's not confirmed, but many people would say Luke wrote this. So Luke is writing from his perspective. You with me this morning? I'm teaching the Bible. This is good. When we, Luke, and all the people that were there in this house heard this, we and the people there pleaded with Paul not to go up to Jerusalem. They pleaded with Paul saying, don't, please, don't go. Don't do this. Don't do this. Then Paul answered, Why are you weeping and breaking my heart? This is crazy what Paul's about to say. I am ready not only to be bound, but also to die in Jerusalem for the name of the Lord Jesus. Ha. Uh, Ah. I don't know how often that's being said in the church. Are you willing to die for the name of Jesus? (laughs) <laughs> Drop the mic, everyone goes home. Like That's the question that we are asking today. It doesn't make sense. But Paul was willing. Are you? This is what makes faith real. You with me this morning? Come on, there's going to be good news. It's going to be built up. We're going to have faith arise. Like <laughs> Faith arise. Come on, don't, don't get quiet on me. Okay? When he would not be dissuaded, we gave up and said, the Lord's will be done. They tried to talk him off the ledge. Paul, don't do this, bro. Please don't do this. You're going to get bound up, and you're going to die. Don't go. He's like, yo, why are you breaking my heart? I'm doing this. Because if this is what I'm called to do to present the gospel of Jesus Christ, I'm going. And after they realized that you were not going, they were not going to chase Paul's mind, he said, I'm going. He left, and the final verse, verse 15 says, after this, we started on our way up to Jerusalem. A move. A move. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. I don't know about you, but sometimes faith just doesn't make sense. Okay, I'm about to turn the lights on. Have any of you served the Lord long enough to realize that sometimes this thing doesn't make sense? Like that you're, you're doing things, you're, you're called to go places, you're called to speak here, you're called to do this, and it just doesn't make sense. And this thing called faith is is a thing that you just have to continually work out with the Lord you continually grow in this thing and and the more I've I've come to realize it's just me personally speaking that that the more that I've walked with God the more that I, I get along with God the more that I talk with God the more that this thing does make a little bit more sense but there are things in in God's word and and things that he calls us to do that that don't make sense I remember one time I told a bunch of buddies of mine, I worked in an office space, and I, I have zero opportunity. I don't know anything about investments. I know nothing about finances. I don't do the finances of our home, and you should be thankful for that. Like, I don't touch the finances of this house. I don't want to see it. I want to know. I don't want anything. Like, I, me and math just don't go good together. <laughs> like, we're not strong friends. And, and I remember telling my buddies, yo, I'm going to invest in penny stocks. Anybody ever heard of penny stocks before? Some of the young people are like, I don't know what that is. I just know Instagram and Snapchat. That's all I know. Like penny stocks was a way to invest your money and you're supposed to get a return and it was supposed to be real good. And all my buddies were like, I don't know if you should do that. That doesn't really make sense. I, that's not a good idea, JP. That's not really a, a smart thing to do. I remember one time I told my dad after working construction, I worked construction for f- three summers throughout college. I was an iron worker. I was an iron worker. I did it for three summers. I remember at the end of the third time, I remember going to my dad and saying, Dad, I'm dropping out of college. He's like, excuse me? I said, I'm done. I figured out life. I know what I'm called to do. And he's like, what's that? I said, I'm going to go work in this job, in this setting. I'm going to be a part of the union. And he goes, son, that doesn't make much sense. And then there was a time in my life where my wife and I came to the place where we knew without a shadow of a doubt that we were called to uproot where we were, to leave everything we had. To, to leave a community, to leave friends, to leave a stable job, to leave a, a nice apartment, to leave, leave. I, got, I got free food where I was at. How many know free food's a good thing? The, <laughs> come on. I got free food and I knew God had called us to stop where we were and to go and be here and plant this church. Do you know how many times people said, Pastor, well I don't know if they were calling me Pastor at that time. Jay, that doesn't make sense. That makes zero sense to any of us. You're going to give up all this to go and do something like that in that crazy, crazy city. can't tell you how many people in the burbs think we're just absolutely nuts. I love suburb people. If you're here, praise the Lord. Bless you all. But they're like, you're going where? Son, you're taking my, your, your wife where? You're going to do what? You're going to, you're going to go start a church in the major city of Chicago? Yeah. Yeah. We are. And it doesn't make sense. See, all three of those things really didn't make sense. But there was one of them that made the complete sense. Even in the midst of, am I connecting some dots here this morning? Even in the midst of it being like, no way, no how, not smart, shut it down. This is the worst. I have a lot of ideas. <laughs> and the people around me know that. I'm always walking into the house like, I got this new idea. You ready for this? I got this great idea. This is awesome. And they're learned to be like, Pastor, thank you so much. That's a good thing. Write it down. Hold on to that. I always got great ideas. But not all of my ideas are of god and not all of the ideas are the right things but even there are times where there are things from god that you will get deep in your heart and it doesn't make sense but you know it's of god see this is today what i'm going to pray for and what i'm believing for is that we as a church will be able to hear the voice of god that was like four of you how many of you want to hear god's voice When it doesn't make sense. When it doesn't make sense, you're able to hear the voice of God on things that he is calling you in your life. It doesn't make sense sometimes, but you know, because the more that you walk with them, the more that you talk with them. Guys, the verse of the day isn't going to cut it. It's going to help. It's going to help. Right? But I'm, I'm talking deep intimacy with the Father. Like deep, One-on-one like in it, with him, and the things that he calls you to do that you may think this doesn't make sense, begin to make sense. The things, the dreams, and the visions that he placed inside of your heart, they begin to make sense. I would rather be, I'm going to say this, and my wife is going to be like, oh, please don't say this, because usually when I say things here, they happen. (laughs) I would rather be in the will of God and lose everything, Then be outside of the will of God and have everything. She's like praying in the spirit right now, like, Lord, don't take everything from us, please. Does that make sense? No. God, take, take everything if I'm in your will. No, no, we're praying the opposite. God, please give me these things. Please give me this. Please help me here. Please give me this. Yeah, God, please, 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 please. He's like, yo, but that's not what I've called you to do. That's not the things that I have for you. I would rather, I don't know about you, and I want this for you, I would rather you hear the voice of God and be in the will of God and potentially lose everything that you have in your hands today than not be living in the will of God for your life. Like God has a perfect plan for your life. Do you believe that this morning? Plans to what? Prosper you, not to harm you, to give you a future. May they be pain, oh yeah, but he's not going to let it harm you. May the weapons form. Oh, yeah, but they ain't going to prosper against you. Come on, church, rise up. This is good. It doesn't make sense sometimes. Oh, man, but when God speaks, man, it makes sense. It's clear. And so today I want to build this. I got a short, short sermon, short, very short, two points short. Baptism Sunday, we're going to pray for people. Maybe you're in the room today and you've given your life to Jesus. You didn't sign up for baptisms. You're going to get baptized today. I believe it. I believe it. Because it, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense to jump in a tub with all your clothes on. Doesn't make any sense at all. But can I tell you that it is from God? It is obedient to be baptized in water after coming to know him. Okay? You, you're struggling like, is this God's plan for me? Is this God's will for me? I don't have my, all my friends here. I don't have, Guess what? It is God's will for you to get baptized today. Can I, can I say that? I'm like looking at these guys like they're like I, I, I think <laughs> okay so it 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 doesn't make sense Paul the apostle is determined to go to Jerusalem he is determined to go to Jerusalem he he has a word from the Lord before this moment he he gets the word of the Lord and the, uh, the word is you need to go to Jerusalem so he is on his way to Jerusalem and there are multiple times on the journey to Jerusalem where people say Paul don't do this Paul, don't go. It's going to be hard. It's going to be scary. It's going to get dark. Hey, Paul, you're going to get arrested. Hey, Paul, you're going to get thrown in jail. Hey, Paul, you're going to get, hey, Paul, don't, please, don't do this. And you know what Paul says? I got to go. I got to go. I have to go because the word of the Lord has told me to go. It's hard, yes. It doesn't make sense, yes. But I have to go. I wonder what would happen if we started to operate out in our lives with what we receive from the spiritual realm and the natural. Okay, some of you are going to get this. In your quiet time, and this isn't in my notes, but I really feel this today. This is going to help you. When you get intimate with the Father, he starts to share things with you. Do you believe this this morning? He starts to share things with you. And the things that he shares with you, okay, well, the things that he shares with me, Sometimes I don't think there's no way, God, this is not going to happen. This is not going to unfold. This is not going to walk itself out in the natural because it's just, you got to hear your voice, but I don't think this makes sense to me. It's not going to make sense to anybody else. And he says, JP, do it. Oh, don't you love when God says do it? I'm going to be embarrassed. They're not going to like me. I'm going to say something that I don't want to say. He says, do it. And you do it. And you watch the supernatural outpouring of God's grace in a natural moment. Do you know we don't serve a natural God? Four of you. People in the back, can you hear me? We do not serve a natural God. We serve a supernatural Father. Who does supernatural things. Oh, here we go. Stranger things are happening in the church. Like this is going to get crazy. What's going to happen? Like, like he is a supernatural God that will speak supernatural things into your heart and tell you to do it. And it doesn't make sense. And I'm telling you, if you walk it out, you will see the faithfulness. You will see the fullness. You will see the joy of God unfold before your eyes. Because what he's calling you to do is to operate in his kingdom. Not in your kingdom. He wants to say to you, hey, it may not make sense to do the things I'm calling you because I don't operate in the sense of you, JP. I operate the way I want to operate. So go and do what I've called you to do, even when it doesn't make sense. So the first thing is this. We've got to know this. God speaks. You better get dialed in. God speaks. You better get dialed in. I don't know, we stand on this church, the promises of this, that God still speaks. I'm like preaching to like four people today. This is not a quiet church, guys. God speaks. We got to get dialed in. I believe today, God still speaks. He still speaks. Doesn't make sense. It's not always the clearest to understand. We don't always get it right. We always don't nail it. But he's still speaking every day, every moment, every second. He is speaking He's speaking. Guys, this is the good news of God, right? This is great. Have you ever heard when someone speaks to you and you're wondering what they just said to you? Are you wondering if it was actually for you? You ever been in a crowd of people where there's a bunch of people and you see someone wave at you? And you wave back. You're like, (laughs) I do it all the time. I see someone wave. I'm like, hey, you. And they'd start to do like this. And I'm like, yeah, hey, hey. And they're like, no. Hey, yeah. I'm like, me? Yeah, hey. I love this game. It's the best game ever. Like, I'm on the streets, people are I'm like, hey. yeah. No. Or they say hello to you on the street, they, or you think they say hello to you. They walk by and they're like, hello, and you're like, hey, how are you doing? They're like, what? You said hi to me. I didn't say hi to you. I was saying hi to this person. No, no, no you said, he- yeah, hey, you're talking to me? Oh, it's good. You have like a conversation with them, and they're just staring at you like, dude, I don't know you from Adam. Like, why are you talking to me? When God speaks, he's speaking directly to you. He's not looking around you. He's not looking past you. He's looking right at you. See, when you know God and you get intimate with God, you don't miss it. Well, you might, but he corrects you and helps you to get better at it, okay? He's not looking past you to speak to somebody else, He wants to speak right to you. He's not looking past you because of your shame and because of your guilt and because of your failures. He's looking right at you. And he's saying, hey, my child, I'm speaking directly to you. But are you willing to get dialed in on this thing? Are you willing to understand my voice? Are you willing to to shut off the distractions? Are you willing to shut off the noise? Are are you willing to, to just get so close to me that you will hear me speak? See, Paul was very close to the father. I don't know where you've come from, but we believe, like, Paul the Apostle, he wrote half the New Testament. This brother was close to God. Would you say amen to that? Like, I believe that Paul really heard the voice of God. He understood how God spoke to him, whether it was probably through his word, through, through, through people. You know, we believe in this church that people can speak to you. They are the mouthpieces of God. The prophetic voice is real. Has it been distorted and messed up? Yeah. But does it happen? Oh, Yeah. And I pray it continues here, and that should get a resounding amen. amen. See, like God speaks through his word, and he speaks through people, and he speaks to you in your quiet time. And I believe Paul was so close to the Father. I believe Paul was so intimately close to the Father that the Father said to him, Paul, you got to go to Jerusalem. you got to go. And do I think Paul was a man that was like us? And he's probably like, ah, oh, that doesn't make sense, God. And God's like, Paul, you got to go. You gotta go. This is me talking. I'm not looking at somebody else. I'm not looking around you. I'm looking right at you, Paul, and I'm telling you, you gotta go. You gotta go. What is God saying directly to you today that you're thinking it's for somebody else, but it's for you? You gotta go, Paul. Okay, God. I'll go. And he starts to walk, and he starts to go, and he starts to move, and they show up to this house, and Philip, I'm gonna teach the Bible. Is this okay? Imagine this scene. They're having, it says that they were there for a few days. They were having a party, they were resting. They were relaxing. I believe they were seeking the Father together. They were praying. They were probably talking about the goodness of God. They were having good conversations. Yo, church, can I be honest? What are you talking about in your home? <laughs> it is super quiet. <laughs> what are you talking about? The latest gossip thing going on? The winner of the bachelorette or who's the new bachelor? Oh, my gosh, I can't believe the new bachelor. Is it The bachelor? Is that the next one coming out I have no idea but he's dreamy oh he's dreamy <laughs> what are you talking about I believe they were in this home they were seeking the father they were talking about the things of God they were praying with one another they were fat, they, they were probably doing everything and they were hearing God's voice and then this prophet comes this man of God who, who, who was right in what he said, and he had nailed it previously in another book, another chapter of Acts. He, he was a man that actually heard God's voice, and he comes down this hill, and he, I just imagine Paul just sitting. He's like, hey, can I have your belt? <laughs> no! <laughs> you cannot have my belt? I need your belt, brother. And probably God nudged him and said, Paul, give me your belt. That's, this is a scene! This is awesome! He's like, give me your belt. And he says, hey starts tying up his own hands and his feet. He says, hey, hey, whoever owns this belt, this is what's going to happen to you if you go to Jerusalem. I remember, I, I just envision a bunch of people in the room just going, like this. <sighs> you ever been to a party and someone turns the music off and it just goes silent? Don't act like you're all holier than me and haven't gone to parties before. Or yeah. someone unplugs the aux cord and everyone's just like. <laughs> I know I'm talking to, y'all, come on it's super awkward someone walks in and yells and you're all like what is that anyways i just imagine everyone going to paul I'm, i just imagine this is just me i'm not manipulating I'm not, I'm not adding everyone's like he's adding scripture just imagine paul sitting there kind of just lean back in the father's arms just leaning back like he's right <laughs> he's right because I've been told once before this, I've been told twice before, this is gonna happen. I'm gonna go to Jerusalem still. No, 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 Paul, don't do it, please. Paul, don't do it, no, no, don't do it. And Paul goes, no, 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 I gotta go. You know why? Because Paul knew his calling because of how close he was. Your closeness will create your calling in you. Can Can I say that? Closeness to the Father will create character in you. You know what we lack in this generation? Character. gonna sit here, just be a part of the crowd today. Because I mean like like no one likes to hear that. What do you mean, JP? Like my character's not strong? No, no. I I I'm gonna talk for me. It's not strong for me all the time. But the closer I get to God, the closer I get to know his calling for my life, and the closer I get to know his character for my life. And so the more character I get built up in me, the proximity of how close I am to Father will dictate how close you're, you're going to be in your calling and how much character you're going to have inside of me. Is this making sense? I'm saying character, calling, all that stuff really fast. Why? Because we need a generation to rise up and start carrying some calling with some character. I'm back here. What's up, y'all? You want character? You want to know your calling? Get close. Get close. Paul was not persuaded to go elsewhere. He was not going to get off course because some people, some friends who had really good intentions said, hey, don't do this. Please, 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 please. It says that they said it in the spirit. You know what I think? That they actually heard. You know better yet, they actually probably saw what was going to unfold. They saw what was going to happen to Paul, and the, their fear kicked in, the, 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 the grip of fear. You know, fear is a liar, and it happens sometimes even when you have good intentions. Y'all better be careful with the words you speak to one another. Okay? I'm I'm preaching this morning. I know this is not a word that's going to build faith. Like, we're going to shout. Like, but you better be careful with what you speak to other people. Is it gripped with fear? Or has God given you a vision someone, but you're withholding it because you're afraid if you tell them, they're not going to be your friend. Speak it. Trust God for it. His friends say, don't go, don't go, don't go, don't go, don't go. And Paul says, nope, I'm dialed in. I'm dialed into God's voice. I know this is what God's calling me to do. So, so, hey, hey, I love you guys, but I'm going. I'm going towards where God has called me to go. Church, can we be people that are so dialed into God's voice that we will not allow the voices of others to dictate our calling? We will not allow the voices of others to call us off the path that God has called us. We will not allow others to not say, hey, you know what? Go. Listen, 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 listen. I'm almost done. Banky, come on up. Look at this. I'm good. I'm flying. Two points. Still on the first one. I'm not sitting here saying you don't listen to counsel. Okay? Covering is huge. And having a counsel among you is huge. But what I am saying is you need to get close to the Father. Because you will know what you're called to do. And when you show up to counsel, it will be Confirmed. I'm not sitting here. Paul was saying, like, I'm going to be in this relationship because I know it's super good and it's right. And everyone's like, no, this guy doesn't love the Lord. or This girl doesn't love the Lord. Why are you on equal yoked? Well, God told me so. No, he didn't because God does not go against his word. you with me today. I know that's really good. Don't worry, single people. He's coming or she's coming for you. I believe it. We're praying. We're fasting for you. It's happening. Get a resounding amen to that one. But he's not going to go, like... Do something that's outside of the, he's going to present the gospel to people. So why wouldn't God be for that? Like why would God not be for that? So people are telling him, don't do it because of fear. And he's saying, no, I'm dialed in. I'm ready. I'm going. And I'm going towards where even if it doesn't make sense to y'all, even if this prophet just, notice something crazy, notice something crazy. It's going to take me right to my second point. It's a beautiful transition. The prophet that told him this news does not mention, it does not mention that the prophet said, yeah, Paul, I gave you this word. Don't go. Many believers, many commentators say many people smarter than me said, the prophet just probably sat there like, yeah, I told him he's going to go. He's got to go. He's got to go do this, because I think the prophet, uh, the man of God understood this is going to get hard, this is going to get messy, this isn't going to be awesome, Instagram's not going to like a bunch of this stuff, but guess what, it is my plan for your life, Paul. So go, 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 God speaks, God speaks. So if we're going to be a church on the move, not like literally us moving, but if we are actually going to take ground here in the city, yo, I'm I'm tired. Of Satan winning in the city because Christians are taking a back seat. It's for the pastor to get dialed in. No, it's for you and for me together to get dialed into the voice of God and walk this thing out faithfully, time and time and time again here in the streets. Is this encouraging you all this morning? It's baptism Sunday. Woo! We got to get dialed in, guys. It says in Scripture. If my people hear my voice, I will be their shepherd. Someone said, Why why would you want to be a follower of Jesus and not try to hear his voice? What fun would that be? You with me? I know I'm only on point one, I'm almost done. Point two is gonna be two seconds, we're gonna pray. But truly, this is like so crucial. Why would you not wanna hear God's voice? Why would you not wanna get so close to the creator of the universe and not hear his voice? What are we doing? Like, what's the point of doing what we're doing? There's really no point. Because you'll hear a bunch of voices in your life. You'll hear a whole bunch of noise in your life. You'll hear a bunch of other things in your life. And you'll be like, I'll show up on Sunday and hear God's voice. And then Monday through Saturday, I won't. Yo, Monday through Sunday, hear God's voice. Get close to him enough so that you can understand him. Hey, maybe you're having a hard time. Maybe you don't understand. Is this God? Counsel. Hey, is this what God's saying to me? Counsel. Do you know there's wisdom in the counsel of many? So, like, God's all about Counsel but he wants to get something deep in your life. And so when he speaks, when he speaks, there are some things like Rachel and I stepping out here. Don't shrink back, step forward. Don't shrink back, step forward. When you get a word in your heart, when you get it, don't shrink back, step forward. It says, Paul said, why are y'all crying? Stop crying, you're breaking my heart. Started singing some song. Quit playing games breaking my heart. Is there some song? Anyways, things that just come to my head. Stop breaking my heart. I'm going. Because I'm not shrinking back when it looks dark. I'm not shrinking back when it doesn't make sense. I'm not shrinking backwards when people around me are, have good intentions, but they're operating in a fear-based faith instead of a faith-filled faith and, and telling me don't do this. No, no, I'm going forward. Can I tell you something? I can't tell you. I'm closing with this. i didn't get to half my message. I can't tell you how many people... I, uh, listen, forgive me of the personal stories. I just hope this helps. Looked at Rach and I, my lion, multiple times, and said, don't do this. Don't do this. How old are you? Uh, like 27, 28. She's, you know, not going to share her age, <laughs> wisdom you're that old, I should say you're that young, don't do this, you'll lose everything. And I can't tell you how many times that word actually maybe started to take a little deep root in my, a little root in my heart, and I'd show up back, I'd get back home, and I would just sit on my couch, and I remember looking at Rachel and being like, what are we thinking? Well, We're not going, we can't do this, and then we would get alone with the Father, and he said, but I called you. I called you. The people around you did not call you. I called you. And so when I speak, I have gone before what I have said. Oh, this is good news to finish this message. Do you understand that? When, when, God, when God speaks, hey, Lazarus isn't dead. He's just sleeping. Wait, no, he's dead. Like a couple days dead. No, 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 guys. He's not dead. He's just sleeping. His word already went to that tomb. And it just bounced around in that tomb with the dead man Lazarus. And you know what? I think Lazarus was alive. Because when God speaks, it goes forth and he goes with it. This is the best news. So, so watch. Watch, watch, watch. This is what happens. You guys going to start singing. I don't know what song you're going to sing, but it's going to be awesome. <laughs> JP, Rachel, go. Okay, God. Oh, trial. JP, Rachel, go. I'll move that trial out your way. JP, Rachel, go. Okay? We don't get it. We don't understand it. It doesn't make sense. There's going to be hardship. there. Oh, there is hardship. We've endured a lot of hardship, but it's worth it. Hey, JP, Rachel, go. And he keeps speaking it. Every time he speaks it, every time he speaks it, you know what he's doing? He's provi- providentially providing a way for you to go. Is this encouraging anybody? Maybe this is just a message for me this morning. Because here's the reality. We think God speaks, and then he doesn't unfold it. We think God says something to us, and then we don't think he actually is going to see it through. Can I tell you this morning? He's going to see it through. And yes, it may look super hard. There are other people here with us that gave up everything to come to this. And there was plenty of times where they heard voices, don't do this. Don't do this. But imagine if we didn't do this. I'm not saying this is us. This is God's house. But imagine every single one of you that has received Jesus Christ here in this place. What would have happened to your lives? He's providential. He's gracious. He's sovereign. Does this make sense? this JP, go. Yes, God. JP, go. Yes, Father. Go. Yes, Father. Hey, it's dark. Go. I've gone before you. I am next to you. I am all around you. You don't need to worry about what people may say. You don't need to let fear creep in your mind. You don't need to let any of that stuff. I am with you. I am for you. I am not against you. I am a good friend. Come on.